Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is a podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. This is the series where I review a comic book for the following dimensions. The cover, the interior art, the plot, and the enjoyability of the book. This week I'm reading The Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 1, Number 365, published by Marvel Comics in 1992. There's a funny story behind this book, first of all. Um, This is a book that has seen better days. There is a horrible sticker on the cover that is really messing up uh, this this book. This is like a 1.0 cover. It's just horrible. Well, my dad got this for me at a uh, thrift store. He says, hey, you like comic books? I got you a comic book. Check it out. It's got a hologram. Uh, well, thanks, Dad. But yeah, it's in really bad condition in the cover. And wouldn't you know it, I already have a copy of this book in perfect condition straight from the 90s. Um, I've got the uh, the cover in perfect condition, a, a couple of them actually, uh, and no, I'm not just hoarding different uh, copies of the cover. They are two different covers because one is the direct edition bought at a comic shop and one is the newsstand edition bought at a newsstand. But yeah, I already had this comic from back in the 90s, a couple of copies. But my dad doesn't know my comic collection and bless his heart, he got me a comic. So I thought I'd read it again. 27 years after I first got it, and talk about it. Alright, the cover. First of all, the cover. I give this a 10 out of 5. You cannot deny the amazing quality of holograms and gimmick covers of the 90s. There's a little bit of nostalgia. There's a lot of nostalgia, actually, that I have for those gimmick covers that helped um, the speculator bubble burst and uh, basically caused the comics industry to crash, but I love these things. So this cover was celebrating Spider-Man's 25th anniversary, and so in all of the Spider-Man comics of the time, Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, and Adjectiveless Spider-Man all had a, uh, a 30th anniversary hologram cover. They were pretty amazing, each one was different. So this one is an homage to the classic Amazing Fantasy 15, Uh, where Spider-Man made his debut in 1962, but this is in hologram format. The cover also proclaims, inside the most shocking event of Spider-Man's life. Um, I think uh, his first appearance on Amazing 15 takes the cake. Anyway, plus gatefold poster of Spider-Man, Venom, and Carnage. Carnage had just been introduced in issue 361 as a major new villain. Plus, Stan Lee and John Romita Sr. reunited. So, Romita had worked on Spider-Man for a long time in the 60s, and here he is back in the 90s uh, doing a story. Plus, the return of the Lizard. So, so Kurt Connors returns uh, to Vex Spider-Man. And plus, a five-page preview of Spider-Man 2099. So, for all of those reasons, this cover is amazing. 10 out of 5. Interior art is also pretty good because it's got a variety of creators, a variety of pencilers and inkers and letterers. Uh, Mark Bagley takes the feature story, which is about 24 uh, pages long. It's uh, Spider-Man versus the Lizard. This is the Lizard after the recent events of the Spider-Man, the regular Spider-Man, the non-adjective Spider-Man that Todd McFarlane was working on. 
Uh, the Lizard Returns for some shenanigans. Uh, Mark Bagley's art. It's his classic, very wiry style of Peter Parker. Um, then we'll jump over to How I Created Spider-Man by J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, this is by Dave Michelini and Aaron Lopesti. This style uh, is a little bit uh, different than Bagley's. It's kind of a little bit more classic. So again, it's really cool to see a variety of artists in one book for the low, low price of $3.95. Well, at that time, comics were like a dollar. $1.25. This one was nearly double regular cover price, so that's not fun. But the interior art is also great. I'll give it a 5 out of 5, because we've also got a gatefold uh, poster, which is, of course, uh, Venom and Carnage versus Spider-Man by Mark Bagley and Randy Emberlin. Uh, fun fact, in the 90s in San Diego Comic-Con, I actually got a uh, my issue of Amazing Spider-Man 375 signed by Mark Bagley way before CGC existed, so no one will believe me, but I swear it was Mark Bagley. So interior art is a uh, 5 out of 5. I like the variety of styles, and um, for that cover price, you get a lot. The story, I also give this a 5 out of 5. Uh, because it's got a great uh, modern story, Spider-Man versus um, Lizard, with some interesting twists and turns that I will not reveal. Let me just show one particular uh, part here. It's just so outlandish. I love this writing. Interlude. The 54th Street Bridge near Queens. Are we really ready for this? I don't know if we'll ever be ready, but it has to be done. Whatever the consequence, May Parker will have to face the greatest shock of her life. Two mysterious figures in a taxi cab. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Spider-Man is battling the lizard. So I love this, this story, and then this final page is so shocking. I won't reveal what that is. Again, you got to read this comic. That's already uh, 20... Uh, seven years old. This was a 30th anniversary, and, and this was published 27 years ago. So um, that story is pretty great. Uh, the How I Created Spider-Man story is all right. It's J. Jonah Jameson talking about how he's responsible for creating Spider-Man. He's recounting the classic Amazing Fantasy 15. What I like about that is that it's basically uh, like a panel-for-panel -panel shot of Amazing Fantasy 15, but with more modern art. So you have the classic reveal when Spider-Man realizes that was the crook that I didn't stop. That was the burglar, which then changed his life. Love that. So that's a great story there. We got a story by the Prowler, which is all right. Hobby Brown is a construction worker by day, the Prowler by night. So he's a, a somewhat of a Spider-Man, modern sort of African-American hero. And uh, he's got a, a self-contained story there about uh, actual kind of deep issues about uh, loss of life and not paying attention to your loved ones and depression and suicide. So it's an interesting story. And then we have a text story by Peter Sanderson talking about the first years of the first 30 years of Spider-Man, kind of recapping things, but also the theory of Spider-Man and how he differed from the other heroes at the time. Like one of the things that really stands out is how they chose to call him Spider-Man, even though he was a teenager, where up till that time, all the young uh, characters were sidekicks. They expired to be um, to look up to, you know, Superboy was looking up to Superman, 
but this was a teenager that he was dubbed Spider-Man. He was it was the authors were not condescending down to their young audience, and that's one of the many reasons why Spider-Man succeeded. And lastly, we have here it is a sneak preview of the first Marvel Futureverse title, Spider-Man 2099. New York in the year 2099. Many things have changed. On the other hand, there are some things that remain depressingly the same. And then this amazing Rick Leonardi two-page splash showing this mysterious Spider-Man, this very sort of villainous-looking Spider-Man of the year 2099. I remember reading this and was just blown away by this futuristic scene, this Spider-Man who in this particular story does not speak. It's a five-page story. Doesn't speak. He's got these... But these still... These expressions and the acrobatics of the classic spider-man both future trappings and like this weird costume like what you see intrigued you ain't seen nothing yet spider-man 2099 on sale in september you saw it here first so this was the first appearance of spider-man 2099 which was then one of the comics that i sort of graduated into after i uh, kind of finished in my first run of spider-man comics from around 292 until 333 or so I then moved over to Spider-Man 2099 and the whole world of 2099, which included Spider-Man, Ravage, Punisher, and Doom. So I love those ones. These plots then, the, the story of the book, great, it's five out of five. Letters column is also pretty good. People are talking about issue 359 with the return of Cardiac Arrest and an early preview of Carnage. Lastly, the enjoyability of the book is also a perfect 5 out of 5. It was great going down memory lane and looking again at this comic that I bought 27 years ago. This particular copy has seen better days. The interior is, is much better than the exterior. And this just brought back a lot of memories. I remember reading this and, of course, forgetting a lot of the nuances, but reading it again, it was just really interesting. And I just love that gatefold uh, poster right there. I totally remember this amazing so the enjoyability is a five out of five so this week i read amazing spider-man 365 from marvel comics published in 1992 don't forget to check out the video version at patreon.com vmcampos this has been the weekly vm campus comic book club and i'll see you next week